Hey, it's me, Yannick, and welcome to Yannick's Circle. Hey, Kev. What's going on? A lot. How about you? Uh, a little. <laughs> Why a little? Not much going on. <laughs> just working hard on that on that hustling grind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just about it. I hear you. Are you liking this fall weather right now? Not really, because it goes from cold at night to hot during the day. Right. With my allergies, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had this so-called rain tonight. I don't know what what it was, but we supposed to have this big storm come through. Didn't come through or it's late or something. I have no idea. But hey, everybody. Um, we are recording another episode of Yannick Circle. We have been in my A. And we do apologize, or I should say I apologize. Um, we've had a lot going on. Uh, I don't even know where to start. But one of the things I want to start on is <clears throat> we had another pop-up shop. And for the ones that don't know what a pop-up shop is, um, it's basically someone get together, small business um, people, and just sell their products to the community basically and I know people have done this for a long time and it maybe pop-up shop wasn't even the right term back then but that's what we call it now and this is actually my second time doing it and we had so much fun and y'all would not believe who popped up out of nowhere to support all of us at the pop-up shop Kevin you <laughs> who, who did that? Who did oh that? my god! If y'all can't guess by now, it's, it was Kevin. So yes, I had a great time. Uh, I got put to work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's I was table. Like, there's I mean, table. for you to be a surprise, I was like, okay. Then we got more hands. Let's get it in. You know. Yes, but, y'all. Y'all use my hands, my back, my legs, everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but you know I love, oh, love helping people so that was right nice. and then overall you know they had food and a lot of different type of um products too like anywhere from treats like I don't know like Rice Krispie type of treats and they had stuff in them to clothes to jewelry even to what's those drinks um that we we had that we tried smoothies Yes, those were so good. So, so good. I wish I had her card near me. Um, Do you remember what it was called? I I do have it. You do? Okay. Yes, let me look and check real quick. I know I have it. Okay. So, yeah, um, we had a... It was just juicy, just juicy. Homemade tropical. Okay. And we also had, like... Um, what was it? A raffle, you know, to win certain things. So nothing. Bad luck. No, we didn't win anything. Oh well. But if life goes on. But um, you know, we overall we had a good time. Now it was windy that day. And so we had the option of having it inside. We had it at the Friendship Center off of Shiloh Road for the ones that know where that is. And that was my first time being there. Arden or Ashfield. It's considered Asheville, and um, 
if when I say Shiloh, everybody knows. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just know where Shiloh is. But I didn't know because I don't hang out in Shiloh. So I didn't know. So, but it was a nice, you know, setup there. And some of the vendors were outside and some were inside. And I got to meet certain people and got, um, you know, had a few connections and stuff like that. So it was really, really cool. And plus, I got to see a lot of family, which I haven't seen in forever. So shout out to Tiffany and Kiara. And of course, the McDaniels and and Robert and um, everybody. So thank y'all for coming and helping and doing what y'all do. Um, But um, what do you want to talk about, Kevin? Well, also talk about Levette and her her role. Yes, she is like the best hostess ever, right? Like yep. she welcomes anybody with open arms and she like will throw something together like even if she has to do it real quick, she got it. You know, so like she is just so nice and so sweet and she just you know, have love for everybody. And um, she always makes sure everybody have what they need and stuff like that. And that is my first cousin. So, you know, we grew up together and stuff like that. And, you know, when you grow up and, you know, you go your separate ways and then sometimes you come back into each other's lives and sometimes you don't. And now we're back in each other's lives and hopefully it can stay that way. Um, And then, of course, Kevin hurt. Not you, Kevin, but her. Um, I call her her booth. I, I call her her booth thing. <laughs> but um, his name, yeah, his name is Kevin. Also, um, he is so so sweet and so nice, and I see why she's with him for real. And I'm not just saying that because she's my cousin. Like I really truly see that, and he is just as helpful as actually as you were, Kevin. You know what? Like, getting everything together and stuff like that. So. You know, it was really, really cool to see that kind of environment, that atmosphere going, because that's really what we need. We don't, and you know me, I'm not about negativity, none of that drama stuff, because you could leave that back in when you're in high school. But, you know, everybody had a good time. Kids came through and stuff like that. So we had a good time. Oh, the dance, the dance group, Um, they had a dance group and come to find out another cousin of mine was in it and I didn't know until they were about to perform so and they really did pretty good and I like that so you know that's um they were amazing they really were so um but yeah I had a good time I mean hopefully we get to do more and more of those and you know other events too but especially those because I feel like doing it in the community like that because we had it In my opinion, it was a lot better than the first one that I've been to, but I had an awesome time. So, yeah, and we, uh, and being that you just saw some very amazing African American women, yes, had their own businesses. Mm -hmm. And when I looked out among them, a lot of them didn't have any uh, male support, right? Surprised me, and they were really on their own. So, I definitely uh, helped him as much as I could. Me, me and Kevin did as far as setting up for him and getting him straight. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So, and there were some really, really amazing women who, I mean, had great products, uh, great attitudes. Everybody bought from everybody's table. 
especially with other people coming in. It was a very organized event. It was positive. People had a good time. I mean, they had a live band. Kevin plays in the band. Yes. That they were they were they were really getting it in outside. I mean, they were jamming. I mean, mm, they really were. It was um I mean, they were dancing. And those then and then with the, the performance by those kids probably ages what? 6 to That's what I think it was. Maybe, but they I mean, they those kids could dance. Mm-hmm. They they could dance. I mean, they danced for a good 15 minutes. It was a lot. They mm-hmm. did um and it was it was it was a loving experience. Um, people, everybody was just nice to each other and very supportive. And, yeah, you know you don't find that often. I mean, it was uh, it was nothing but love on that day. Yeah, uh, it was a long day. It was love, but I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> and your family, I, I enjoyed meeting your family, and um, uh, they they very receptive to me so i enjoyed it. i had a great i'm half half the people there were your family 200 people that came through 100 was your family <laughs> pretty much you know lie y'all pretty much that was it <laughs> but you know like i said earlier it was family that i haven't seen like we've talked like on say facebook and stuff like that but i haven't seen in person until that day and i was just like oh snap you know because we some of the little kids the kids or the or the older ones like yeah. that's around my age like we we don't it's not like we hang out you know like that you mm-hmm. know so and I haven't seen them so I was just like when I saw I was like oh my gosh you know it's just one of those moments but it was all good all good but um uh we had um one of our listeners um send us a question tonight and her name is Julie, and her question tonight, um, she had like a, I guess, a concern about, you know, being in a relationship and stuff, but the question that um, Julie was asking was, does changes in appearances affect your relationship or your feelings for someone? And the example she was given was like, say, if somebody gained weight or lost weight or got a tattoo or you know just lost that swagger or hair and so on like just she was just naming a few different things and she was asking us to see what we thought about it and Kevin I mean I don't care to go but I'll let you go first so if you want to answer that question I will Julie's a great supporter of the podcast and um, just a great overall person just to say, just to talk about her a little bit. But I think her question, it, it, it reminds me of a relationship I had in 2006 where I broke up with someone. And then eight years later, we got back together. Well, mm-hmm. there were some changes in her appearance that kind of made me not be attracted to her. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't um, like weight gain or because we were both bigger. It wasn't hair. It wasn't loss of swag. But she got a bunch of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Tattoo person. Mm-hmm. And then she got these piercings all over her ear and nose. And she never had that before. Mm-hmm. And then that just sort of, I don't know what it was about it. 
but I didn't like it. Hmm. I just didn't like all of that extra stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think a change in appearance can affect some relationships. But for me, it was the tattoos and the piercings. Okay. So, now, how many tattoos is she? Like, I'm not saying you counted them, but like, was like it? Maybe one to mm-hmm. maybe 10. Wow. So okay. I was, like, into that. I'm just not, I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, a lot, of, a lot of my friends have tattoos and everything. Mm-hmm. It's not my deal. Mm-hmm. Find it attractive. Now, if a woman, if somebody, if a woman has like one or two, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. But to have all the, those tattoos, those piercings, for me, it was mm-hmm. a turn off. Not right. The, it's just for me, you know, it's my mm-hmm. personal preference. But mm-hmm. it wasn't the weight gain or anything like that. I don't mm-hmm. care anything like that. Uh, loss of swag. I mean, you know. But, you know, when she altered that appearance, it just seemed like I was dating a different person. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I just, you know, that's just my example of it. That's the only one I can really think of. Right. Somebody's appearance, like, like changed. It just, it bothered me to the point I just didn't even want to date her anymore. Mm. So okay. That's the only example that I can think of in my whole dating life. Right. Okay. Well, for me, um, when she asked, the first thing she asked was, well, the only question she asked was, does it change, you know, does it affect your relationship? You know, the feelings for your feelings for someone. And for me, it, it shouldn't, but it does, you know, and it really shouldn't because it's like, you're supposed to get to know that person for what that person is and not the weight gain or the weight loss or whatever reason you can come up with. But like for me in my situation and the only reason why I'm going to talk about my marriage and then to the present is because before my marriage, none of those relationships mattered. They don't matter. So, but my marriage yeah it changed a few things in ours because back then even way before I met um my husband I was like the skinny mini type girl like I wore the size zero I was a cheerleader you know this that and a third I didn't have hips but nothing I was just that girl but you know back then it was fine you know but now that's a problem but you know, when I first got married, it was still fine because my husband was fine. He looked great. I was fine. I looked great. But then is it true? They say when, once you get married, that's where the weight gain come in at because Yannick, your girl packed on a few pounds, not saying that she was like, or I was like, uh, fat Albert, you know, whatever. But I did, I packed on a few pounds and stuff like that. And then for me, I felt like that was my husband didn't like it. And he might not necessarily said it direct, but he I could, you know, you be with somebody for a while. You can just tell, you know, you just know them. And so I just like I became like so sad and so, you know, depressed and stuff like that. And then usually when people get depressed, what do they do? they eat 
So, and then, but I've never had a problem eating. Even when I was a skinny mini, I couldn't gain weight for nothing. But, you know, it's reasons why people gain weight. And it's not just because of me as far as eating. But, like, you know, you have babies. You know, it could be um, medical issues. You know, it can be a multiple of things. And so to answer that question, it, it does affect relationships. And like I said, it should absolutely should not, but it is what it is. And then, you know, whatever, but it's up to you to fix it, to stay in that relationship. Or if you don't think it's not worth it, get out of it and be with somebody who accepts you for you. And then if you do gain weight, for example, Hopefully it's with somebody that'll help you lose it if you're willing to do that. Like you have that partner and say, I didn't have that partner. I didn't have that. So like my confidence went way down. So, but now I embrace my curves and stuff like that. And I'm not one of the ones that got the biggest boobs or got the biggest hips or the biggest butt, but everything on me is real. And I get attention either way. And that's, you know, and that's all that matters to me, I guess, because I like getting attention, but not like that. But like, I feel like if I get attention, I'm okay. And that's just me. But like I said, I embrace what I have. So that's really my answer to the question, Julie. And thank you, Julie, for even asking that, because I didn't even think about that. So I do appreciate you for asking it. Because, you know, when you're dealing with body image, um, depression, um, you know, mm. just with anybody, just not with women, just men, men too. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have to embrace it. You know, I used to be a skinny kid. I'm, I'm a big boy. But, I mean, you know, if you have the same confidence and the same motivations you have, you know, we all want to lose it. Um, but you know, it's just, it, it, it comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I know that that can be a bit of depression and a depressive state. Yeah. Uh, when your mate especially focuses on it, you know, or like during COVID, I'm sure like many men started growing beards, mustaches and the hair out, not going. Uh, right. Um, yeah. Um, did you see that marriage? Did his appearance change any or? Absolutely. It sure did. And I ain't gonna lie. I looked at him totally different because I, when I finally started looking at him differently, I kid you not, I pulled out our photo album of our, you know, when we got married and stuff like that. And just like throughout that whole time frame before he started changing in appearance. And I was like, what the heck happened? I was like, what happened? And so I was, it just, I don't know. I just couldn't think like what happened. So, you know, I think people just stopped being sexy for their mate during COVID, you know, you know, um, because everybody had to be kind of around each other a lot. There weren't many places to go. You know what I mean? And you got cooped, you get cooped up in a house and that's when you see really everything, everything gets real even more real when there was no really outside things to do. Right. So it was just, mm-hmm. 
else. Yeah, but you know, part of that was before COVID. Like for me, anyway. Like oh, really? that whole the pit. Yeah. Worse? Did it progressively just like? A- um, it kind of it had got worse for a minute, and then it kind of like just stayed the same. But then at that point, I was like, I don't care anymore. You know, whatever. But I mean, but you know, it's just. I just don't like when people talk about someone and they have no room to talk about someone. I just, I, that that I don't like. That if but, you live in a glass house, why are you throwing a stone? Exactly. So, you know, but like I said, for me, me, myself, I like my body and I like what I have and I'm okay with it. So you don't have to like it, but I do. So. Um, I do want to mention this, um, uh, cards, these cards I got y'all in the mail. It's from, um, what is it called? Ace metaphor. And I think I found it on Facebook. Like, you know how you have those advertisements that come through or whatever, and they have you liking it and all this kind of stuff. Or if you click on it, it goes to their page or whatever. Well, I want to say this is a black dude that made this up and it's these like conversation type questions that you will ask your mate and it's a bunch of different versions of it and I only bought two so far and I haven't even gotten through no half way through any of them but the two that I bought it's called um tonight let's talk the card game but it's the after dark edition so obviously you know what that means you know like very sexual questions that you would ask your mate just to see where their mind is at and then the other one is called um relationship debates now i found this one very interesting because it's not about like the after dark kind of questions but it's more about realistic questions or like you know different scenarios that that it puts you in and see what you would how you would answer it so it's a very neat game if y'all don't know it go type in ace metaphor and you'll see it pop up and it don't cost that much you see all different kind of uh, versions of it and i would recommend getting at least the relationships debate because that's those are really good questions um and Kevin, didn't you have something? I forgot. But well, read me one of those questions. You want me to read you one? All right. I'm not doing the after dark one. No, <laughs> no. I... I'm not talking anything <laughs> sexual. I just want you to read me the relationship debate. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to shuffle them and then I'm just going to pick one. So, all right. Okay. Um, okay, this question is a woman gets an abortion during a rough patch of her relationship and doesn't tell the man. They go on to get married. Is the marriage built on a lie? Explain. Yes. Explain. <laughs> because that's something that occurred. Now, here's the deal. 
Mm-hmm. I, need, I need a little bit of information. Was that his baby or somebody else's? I don't know. Like you, that's 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 why they have these uh, if questions. It's his, if it's his baby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. If it's not his baby, yes, because you need to reveal that because they were together at the time, and that's something very important mm-hmm. that the person needs to know. Mm-hmm. But yet, it is still her decision. It's her body. It's her baby. But if they're in a relationship and she wants to marry this guy, you got to be you got to be transparent because that that kind of lie could get a, could get you a divorce. Mm-hmm. And that's my opinion. If it was me, I would be super upset about it. Mm-hmm. I would probably leave you for a while. Right. And you see how you ask. It depends. Like, is it his baby or somebody else? But that's what these questions are about, because they want you to open up that communication like that because they really want you to think and it's not just a one-sided thing they really want you to think like okay well let me think about it this way or that way or whatever so that was you know you yeah you caught on to that pretty quickly yes i mean it's a wide range of questions now wait a minute were you was it infidelity before that'll be a problem with me right and see these are like ongoing uh, i mean you didn't even let me know and mm-hmm. you would make the decision if you need now for me, you would make that decision. I can't make that decision whether to have a baby or not, because that's your body. Right? Right. But if you were I would say, no, I want to have the baby. Mm-hmm. But if it was somebody else's kid, if you would have told me about it mm-hmm. before we got married, mm-hmm. nah, we would have been done. <laughs> you wouldn't we wouldn't have made it to the marriage. Gotcha. But if it was mine and you told me, well, at least at least I appreciate your 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 honesty. Mm-hmm. We could be friends, mm-hmm. but like the dishonesty, and we got married. You never said you know nothing or anything. No, we we couldn't be a union, right? We just couldn't be, and you know. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day. You know, there has to be some transparency before you get married to make sure everything is clear and out there. If, if your mate has questions, me, I ain't gonna, I'm ain't i not going to ask you about who you messed around with back in the day. That I, who, who cares about that? Mm-hmm. Before you got with me. Mm, right. Now, during me, that might be a problem. Right. You know, and that trust, once that is done, I don't care what anybody would tell you. Mm-hmm. Some messed around on somebody when they were married. Mm-hmm. Even before they were met, that never leaves. Right, never, right. Especially mm-hmm. that would never leave me. Right. Still go on with you. But if I have to find out about somebody, somebody else and not you. Oh, yep. Yeah. See, I've never messed around on nobody. I just let you go. I'm not saying I didn't flirt. That's I buy. I did some violations. Right. <laughs> <But I didn't laughs> right. Touch a kissing anybody. I just break up with the next person. Or if I'm just freely dating, I'm freely dating. Right. But you can't have that infidelity. You can't have that and have a real, to me, a real intimate, loving relationship because it's not going to work. That's but so true. may argue that if you're not married, mm-hmm. it is what it is. <sighs> so, philosophy, but, not, but as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. not 
because if you're dating somebody and you whatever, and if you know if they're dating and it's just okay, we can date other people, but we're still dating. That's cool. Um, but just for me, I think the older I get, it's just different for me. I believe in uh, you know just dealing with that person, monogamous, right, right. Um, so, and that's why I don't put it too much out there. I close mm-hmm. the ranks in. I don't, y'all don't want your number. I'd rather deal with you on, if we want to be friends, deal with you on like a Facebook situation and it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, you see my Facebook, see your Facebook. Hey, how you doing? da 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 Because I'm not going to look through my mate's phone. I'm not looking on their Facebook. I'm not doing anything of that nature. And I think that's why I've been by myself. I just, I think my standards are so high that I just, I haven't had that epiphany or that amount of love for someone that was reciprocal. I might have loved them that way, but they didn't love me. Or they loved me that way, but I didn't love them mm-hmm. that way. Mm. So I wish I could find somebody that we were both on top of the hill. Instead of, you know, they down here, I'm up there, or they're up there, I'm down here. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be in the same uh, realm the same world, the same universe of love, and we speak the same, and we know our love languages, and we, and we know how to, to deal. I just never found that in any relation. I find something wrong. Okay. And not that I'm perfect, mm-hmm. but I try to be the best for my for my friendships, my relationships, and all that. I try to be the best friend, the best worker at work, the best mm-hmm. this and the best that. I don't want to be a normal average friend. Right. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's just, it's just how I, you yeah. know, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give you my all. Johnny Gill, give my all to you. Johnny Gill say the best. <laughs> give my all to you. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, and I think, and I can tell you where, um, I believe in 2000 and I got to guess this 2005 I um I was in a car accident and um I had an epiphany afterwards so I did I did a poem about it so I'll read it to you real quick So it's called The Unknown. Curving down a winding road, bumps to bruises exposed, hidden agendas and deadly rows, giving the truth a spin to grow, guarding rails, I plunge to wonder. My life lived with so much thunder, calming seeks a gripping tone, released to kiss a quiet storm, crushed glass on a list of sins reborn, thorns on a rose, Peeled to crumble, pieces scattered, revealed to wonder, walking away with lessons to ponder, sped for a purpose unknown. Mm. So as I'm flipping five times, hit a guardrail, flip five times back, I'm at the scene, I'm laying there checking body parts. (laughs) 
I'm upside down in the vehicle. And this lady says, I think he's dead. I said, no, lady, I ain't dead. But I ain't mm-hmm. feeling the best. <laughs> right. So the fire department comes and they and the EMS and they put me, you know, make sure I was good. They strapped me all down. I had to help them. <laughs> but right, right. the great thing about that is I didn't have much gas in my car. Mm. So I had an SUV and it just began to uh, sleet. And I was going down this weird winding road. And when I walked away from that, I still had a, scratch, a little scratch on my ankle for years. The heel, but it finally did. Uh, but, you know, you walk away and that's why you can't accept. I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to just accept anything. I want to, I want what I want. Right. Nice. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm more concerned not with your outward appearance, but what's in your heart, what's in your soul, and how you how you you know carry yourself. Yeah. So it's not about things, but you know I could be superficial, as I said before when we talked about um, the question of you know the tattoo and the piercings that bothered me on the young lady, but um. That's just a preference I had. Um, you know, everybody's got their preferences. Some people like tattoos, some people don't. Some people like light skinned people, some people like dark skinned people. Some people like, you know, it's just, you know, they like uh, skinny people. They like, um, uh, you know, people that are bigger. I, I, I don't know, you know. So, but, you know, I definitely wanted to share that with you. What happened? Sorry, guys, our phone or something cut off. We had some technical difficulties, but we're back. And um, speaking of this weekend coming up, Yannick, what are your plans this weekend? Besides, besides working, um, <laughs> Halloween is this weekend. I kind of wanted to go out to an adult Halloween party, but I'm so tired sometimes. I don't even know if I'm going to go yet or not. But uh, what about you? I have to work all weekend. Oh, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, it just depends. And I don't know if doing stuff or what, you know, but it just depends. So. Yeah, what what are the interesting things that, that are in Halloween uh, that occur in Asia? I mean, of course, there's, well, before COVID, you know, there was like parties and things. And, I'm, and it's a few parties and stuff now that will happen in Asia, but um, you know, it's just everything's just different. But um, but as far as that day, me and my family we usually go to Biltmore Park and just do it there, you know, go trick or treating over there cuz I feel like they have like the best candy and you know, they always set their yards up scary and stuff. So it's it's all fun and games, but you know, and that's it, really. Because Asheville's a very rich area. Yeah, we got our parts in there for sure. And that's one of the rich areas we go to. <laughs> that's all we go to is Bitmore Park because I stay close to Bitmore Park. So, you know, one day I wish to live in Bitmore Park, but you know. I guess good luck with that, huh? Well, never say never. <laughs> so, but, you know, if I stay in Asheville, I, that's where I would want to move to. But who knows the future? Who knows what the future will hold? What movies are you watching this week? This week? 
Halloween for Halloween. Oh, the usuals, the classics. Well, tell me what the all classics. the Halloweens with Michael Myers, all the um Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the um Friday thirteenths, and then these newer ones like Annabelle and you know, um I don't even know half of the new ones. Candyman, because they just remade that. Um Oh, what is another scary movie? Scary movies are my favorite, period. Thrillers, scary movies, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Absolute favorite. And then I think comedy and drama is like tied, you know, but scary movies and all throughout the month of October is nothing but scaring everybody. And I love scaring everybody in the family. So. I don't like when they do it to me because they say I get mad. <laughs> but what is your best prank? Oh my god, I don't have. Oh my gosh, it's not really a prank, but like, I don't know. Like, my daughter had this, um, you know, like the fake spider or the fake um, bugs in the ice cube or you know, like little things like that. It was like in a box. Mm-hmm. And I had put one of those ice cubes in a drink. Excuse me, like a clear drink. It's probably water. I don't know if it was soda or water, but I put it in a drink and I just set it there. And she picked it up and didn't even think about looking at it. And then when it's too late, <laughs> she looked at it, she screamed. And then with the fake spider thing, you know, that can be whatever. I just set it down somewhere and she walked into a room and saw it. She about died. But I remember one time, it's not a prank, but I scared my brother. My brother is probably the hardest person to scare, right, in the family. And one day, it's how, you know how um, these apartments are set up. So you know how the front door is compared to my mom's door like her room door. So I was behind the front door and I knew my brother was coming in. So I was all like on my knees and hands and stuff. And I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then by the time he got to the door, all I could think of was just bark like a dog, like a, like real deep, dark (laughs) (laughs) bark. (laughs) And I can't do it now because I'm going to start laughing. But when I tell y'all I barked, that deep and loud I have never seen my brother jump so high in my life it was the funniest thing he had to laugh at it too but it was the funniest thing and I don't remember when that happened but it was the funniest thing and scaring my stepdad too you know he acts so big and bad but I got him when he came in the bathroom one time I was in the shower mm-hmm. and I asked like I had like a fake knife and all this kind of stuff because when he pulled the curtains back and I forgot what I said and he fell on the sink (laughs) it was the funniest thing and for it to be him you know that's just funny to me but anyway did you do any pranks growing up well you're saying you don't pull pranks okay (laughs) I do but not like you think you know how you see like those pranks on online and stuff but like Not how you think, but yeah, I do like pranking and scaring people, but when you do it to me, that's when I get upset. <laughs> I saw on the Ellen show with Luke Bryan, the country singer, uh-huh. with Katy Perry, she was hosting, 
Mm-hmm. And there was a prank on there where his wife does a lot of pranks. Mm-hmm. So he was there was a refrigerator and there was a cabinet up there. And she was small enough to fit in that cabinet. Mm. So when he went to the refrigerator, she jumps out. He yells and screams and falls to the ground. Mm. It was a pretty good prank. One of the best I've seen. You know what I think is the funniest on a, for a guy? Mm-hmm. When we catch y'all off guard, when you get scared and you scream that high-pitched scream like a female. Oh, yes. That is the funniest thing. And I just... I, I'm crying at this point, like laughing so hard. It's just so funny. Well, so, but did you? Thing I did. When I was like sixth grade. I think I can remember. My brother's six years younger than me. Mm-hmm. But I wore it. I had this ugly mask for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Monster mask. And he was sleeping good. Mm-hmm. So I sneaked in. I sneaked in the room about three in the morning. I woke him up. And he screamed to high heaven. Of course, I got. Uh, a little whooping from it, but that was okay. That was worth it. <laughs> but I mean, oh my gosh. It seemed like it was something that happened, and I ran out there. And then uh, my mama got up, and I, yeah, it wasn't good. But it wasn't that bad. It was worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, just to have that and laugh at it and remember that, you know, even when you're older, it's, mm-hmm. it's you know, all fun and games. But... Yeah, that nightmare. For a week, but I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> yeah. uh, my nephew watched, he was scared of Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Make him watch Nightmare on Entry. We already knew he was going to be scared all night. Y'all made him watch it? Of course. Oh, but my God. Turned in, we said, okay, we're turning. No, I watch it. And you know, when you're not, you know, you know, he's not supposed to be watching it. But you did it. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Things you do to your siblings, and um, my nephew's like my brother, so. Uh, you know what, though? Like, even for me, like the Freddies and the Jasons and the Michael Mark, I really wasn't scared of them necessarily. Like, how I would be scared of, say, like, <clears throat> someone that was possessed and how they look, or like a doll, out of all things, like a creepy looking doll, you know, or something like that. But like, like you know, know like Annabelle, Annabelle, like those creepy looking dogs. They're very, very scary. Yeah, because they stare at you, and I'm just like, oh my very, gosh, very scary. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's um. There's only three movies that scared me. Mm-hmm. All out, just really, really scared me. There was um. Uh, I snuck the second movie. I snuck in rated R movie. Um was I was 14 it was Freddy Krueger 1984 I think the first Freddy Krueger whenever it came out I can't remember Mm -hmm. exactly and when he grabbed that window woman and pulled her through that little window that scared me first Freddy Krueger scared me it made me laugh after that right right because he was Freddy honestly was a funny character like he played with you a little bit and all that kind of stuff because he knew he could and he would say some slick stuff to kind of, to me, it made me giggle a little bit. But he was kind of funny because, you know, Michael Myers and Jason didn't talk. They just stared at you or, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, when I was younger, that's all I was was Freddy Krueger, like dressed up as him. Yeah, so Halloween costume. My, my, uh, mm-hmm. my, uh, one of my college best friends, Lewin Stewart, looked just like Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Like, 
guy, but he was just light skinned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Short, short, bald hair, but he looked, he dressed up. He looked just like Freddie. I mean, he looked like him anyway. Oh, wow. He looked like him anyway. But he, 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 he dressed up. I mean, he was Freddy Krueger. Oh, my me. gosh. But that's also The Exorcist. I won't watch that. That's the, yeah. That, how and she the, looks. Oh, my God. Like, if you stare at her face, that would give you nightmares for real. Like, and, and the entity. Oh, yes. Barbara Hershey, the first one. Uh, yes. I will not watch them three movies. And uh, I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. So they come on, I turn them on. It's not happening. <laughs> right. It's not happening. But I watch scary stuff all the time. I mean, uh, the TV series Paranormal Witness. Oh, so you, okay. I've seen and, and, a few and, of those. Like, evil. Evil. What is when it? I watch. The first season kind of scared me. The second season didn't. But the first season scared me. One, the, the, the guy that played Luke Cage. He's and in, it's called Evil? Yeah, on, on CBS. It's now on Paramount Plus, second season. First oh. season on CBS. It's first season on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You watch on that. But it scared me. You know what movie they, in my opinion, that they kind of messed up the character was the new Child's Play movie. The Chucky doll. Have you seen that? Yeah, Chucky kind of gets to me a little bit. I'm yeah. saying, have you seen the newer one? No. I, um, okay. Like for me, I saw a little bit of it and I didn't like it. But the 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 it it scared me too. The miniseries, the first one that came out in '88. Mm-hmm. But the, these movies of it, they weren't good. They came. Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. The miniseries goes all the way back when I first went to college, and I read the book. I used. To it was the scariest, was scared me half to death. And the movie, mm-hmm. the miniseries scared me. I don't like clowns. If if you want to say something, like I don't like clowns. I agree with you there. I they, do not. They, no, literally, they scare me. Clowns and balloons. I know balloons no, might be it, funny, it, but I don't like none of that. Not since I read it by Mm-mm. Stephen King. Mm-mm. No, it, it's not, it, it's not happening. Yeah, I mean. It, it's it's not happening. But we both love scary movies. Yeah. But- so if y'all are going somewhere, please, you know how crazy some people can be. Just use all your precautions and everything. Just make sure that you're safe and with loved ones and never go alone and stuff like that. So please be safe out there if you are doing anything. Because I know they're starting to open back up. Um, I forget the name of it. Is in Canton or Cantler somewhere out there? Because I had got a notification on Facebook Can- today. Can- yeah, it made one of those about some kind of haunted place that they're opening back up for people to go to, and I know they have them in Hendersonville and all over. But still, just be careful and have fun too. Because best thing is scary movies. I like getting scared by stuff like that. But because it's so much fun, but when a family member do it to me, I don't know why I get mad. Because <laughs> I don't know. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. Much as you've done, you can't. No. Do that. <laughs> you can't I do know. That. Like why? Why do I get mad? I don't know. You, you yeah. have no right. <laughs> I know. It's mad. No, I know about that. Mm-mm. Not happening. But, you know, I can't believe Halloween is almost here. That means after Halloween 
God, this year is gonna be gone before we even know it. But yeah. Well, that's all I have for tonight. Did you have anything else to talk about tonight? Um, I might have a few more things. Okay. Shoot. I might want to end it on a loving note. <laughs> you know, as we go through these holiday seasons, you guys make sure, you know, and ladies, take care of your mates. Take care of the people that, you know, you love. Um, and so I want to read something. Um, it's just a love poem. So I want, you know, I'm, I'm a little serious. I don't do enough about love. So I want to spread a little love out here. So it's called Me Amore, My Love. Fading fast, but always near. My soul cries out just to hear. Your voice, that face in which beauty appears. From one so lovely with no words to share. Speechless to keep my feelings. Crystal my thoughts of an angel in here. Dreaming of you, holding you close. Whispering words sweet and sincere. I pause and applause to remember the years. Reunited in showing that destiny is clear. Spoken from a record broken to reveal. A plan and demand as our time draws near. Loving you so long in winters severe. Asking God to bring us together again. Knowing that no matter where you go or where you've been, you're always in my heart. None but love. Appreciate y'all. All right. And we're out. All right, guys. Until next time, have a good week. <laughs>